So hello good people of the internet, this is Tommy Kelly and this is once again the Tommy Kelly Podcast. And on this podcast, I first of all want to say uh, that most of you will probably be aware that last week there was no podcast. And the reason for that was that the 47th was the year old and all the Halloween stuff and the birthday party and the, the sales and all that. And I just ran out of time ultimately in the end and just kind of said I could rush something out or I could just not kill myself to get all the things done. So apologies for none last week. But uh, we'll get on to this one. In this one, I want to do, I want to do, I want to talk a bit about my kind of, mind palace isn't the the correct word, my sort of astral temple, um, which is a bit not the right word either, but probably the best description that I use to um, interact with the 40 servants when I'm doing journeying or uh, active imagination. So uh, yeah, let's get into that. So for those who don't really know what active imagination or journeying is, so the best way to describe it is that it's like daydreaming, but you know, with a purpose, with the hope that eventually that it starts to have a life of its own. And one of the hallmarks and one of the key points of how you know when you're interacting with you know people during this or beings or spirits, um, is how do you know when it's you know it's not just your mind or well it's possibly all your mind, but how do you know it's not just you thinking these things up? And it's Jung said it's when they start knowing things either that you don't know or give you answers that you didn't know and or to start behaving in a way that you're not aware, you know, you're not controlling it, that they do have become their own personalities, their own type of, uh, you know, kind of have their own inertia, their own, not inertia, their own kind of feels and their own personality, their own um, consciousness in a sense, but that's too far maybe. And it's very similar to when you're writing a book or you're writing a story or if you're doing a comic or anything where you've created characters. And after a while, so many authors uh, will uh, come across a thing where the characters start having a life of their own and starting doing things that weren't planned or saying things or, you know, develop particular characters and you'll find that situations that you wanted them to originally go in, you just can't put them in that situation now because that the character won't allow it. And, uh, excuse me. I'm drinking Coke Zero again, and I got given it to, <laughs> on Facebook for having Coke Zero because it contains a spark me. I, I'm aware it's a terrible thing for you to drink, but uh, I just like it, and uh, that's how it goes. So that's why I rifted there. My apologies all round for uh, drinking Coke and for rifting on the podcast. Um. So yeah, active imagination then would be kind of like a meditation, like a, a guided meditation, only it's, you're not listening to a tape, say, or um, a tape showing my age, or, uh, you know, you're not listening to someone talking through it. There's not someone in the room or on a recording telling you, you're, you're kind of doing it yourself. And in a sense, you're trying to um, let your mind or whatever it is take over and it to, to be, not running the show, but it to be creating the thing. It's hard to explain and I, I, I was trying to think about all today how would I explain it and it's something I think one of those things that you kind of have to experience more than say it but it's like daydreaming and to start it you kind of you drop you know the day or you drop your thoughts or whatever and you just kind of let your mind be free <laughs> as uh, Morpheus said to Neil. Sounds like a joke and um, 
and just let your, your mind go. Now, but the other thing of it is you can set up places in this active imagination that are like astral temples, palaces, or um, mind palaces. A mind palace is more people use to remember things. So you'd have like a room, and if you needed to remember stuff, you'd put things in certain parts of the room so that when you would go back to remember, to try to remember, like people's names, you just walk around the room and go, oh yes, John, because John was the lamp or whatever. So it's, it's not really a mind palace in that way this thing I'm going to talk about but um so people set up astral temples where they will do rituals you know they'll, they'll uh, act out things or Jung used to talk to people like he did a lot of advisors and stuff like that where he would you know go to these places and talk to you know whoever his uh, different beings that he talked to so my one when I want to deal with the 40 servants on the astral plane or in my imagination or whatever way we want to put this in the inside of my mind um, I've it all laid out in a kind of, of a train and the reason why I use a train is because I'm I find trains extremely comforting and I was as a fan of Sherlock Holmes and you know more than the Orient Express and all this kind of I have a, I have a kind of a love or so we'd say in Ireland a grow for um, old trains and that, that kind of feeling that, that brings you back when you see it. And I've recently seen the new Mordor on the Orient Express and the train on it's wonderful. And f surprisingly, it's very close to what I had in my mind for my 40 servants train. And so I stole a few bits first um, and a bit of delay and added it to it. And that's the thing you can build, you know, build on, on your astral temple or whatever it is you want, whatever you decide. It. And it doesn't have to be a train. It can be a room. It can be somewhere you've been before. And the more detail you add to it, the more real it becomes after a while or whatever. So this train, anyway, I start by getting onto it on a, a, a platform, you know, an old platform. And it's raining and, uh, I'm, you know, I'm soaked and I'm getting into the comfort of my particular carriage that I have. And, um, you know, I, I, that's how I get mind myself into this kind of... Uh, you know, to get into this active imagination thing, start by being on the platform. The train arrives, it's raining, I'm wet, I have a coat on, you know, one of those uh, big collared coats or whatever, and wrap it around me and I get in and, uh, well, I'll explain that where each of them is. Not all of the 40 servants are on this train. Some of them are stops along the way. But um, I will go through each of them with my deck. If you're watching this video here, you can see. If you're watch watching, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, then I just took out my deck. So, um, all of them, all of the four servants will have a room on the, um, a dedicated room, uh, you know, like carriage room uh, for each of them. But, so, you know, it, that doesn't really work with a lot of them. And a lot of them are more suited to be in different places. But I'll explain as I go along. And let me see. Best place to start, because I want to start with a few. Right, well, we start here. And we have the healer, and obviously the healer is about healing and all that. So her room has a bed in it, it has like a drip, it has some heart monitor stuff and all that. And so if I feel a need for a healing or whatever, or I need to recuperate or whatever, I'll visualize myself getting on this train, going in, arriving at the, um, you know, train takes off, go to the healer's uh, carriage, which obviously has her sigil on the door and enter and she will be there and I lie down on the bed and she attaches like the heart stuff and the medical stuff to me and then I just visualize myself you know being healed and getting stuff like that so that would be the healer's room would have a kind of like 
but it still has that kind of old time kind of feel to it. So it's not modern technology or whatever. And there's a light coming down from above that is a healing energy. The father, um, the father's room is kind of, there's a, there's a uh, some of them are quite similar. There's like um, shelves and there's books and there's a desk on it. But mostly the father hangs out in the kind of bar area or in the, you know, the restaurant type area. So if I was going to talk to him, it would be there that I would I would go rather than, than, than his room. And I kind of visual that when I'm not there, he's talking to some of the other ones, like him and the tinker and the guru have, you know, these, these great conversations on the train or whatever. The depleted, which is the tree, is obviously a stop. So if I was going to uh, work with the depleted needers, I would get on the train, get into my room or whatever, and then the whistle blows and I stop and I go outside to, this, to the tree, to the depleted, and would work with it that way. Um, Mother too would have her uh, own room, but um, sorry, just checking time. Um, it would also be a stop because of the background image of the you know and her kind of uh, connection with the earth and stuff like that. So she would be a stop on the route as well. The devil is a, a plain black room, no lights. You go in, he's just there under a, like a spotlight coming down on him. So just very you know and. Almost, if you've seen that film Under the Skin, where you you go into the, like this the black room, it's like that. So there's like no, it's not like a painted carriage or anything. It's just pure blackness that goes on for infinity. Um, the explorer is actually a room, even though it seems that it, it wouldn't be. So it's kind of he's there, and there's like space, kind of projected or in the room like a hologram, and he would be in the center of it, and. Um, yeah, that, it's it's interesting that he's in the room. You'd feel it outside. Maybe it's too far away for a train to get up into space. So that's why it's in my head. The carnal is like a boudoir. It's pink. There's lots of lace. There's a huge bed in the middle. There's lots of like curtains. You know, pink, big thing like a, like a in my head like an old kind of Persian princesses or the you know like. A, what I was going to say, it's not ladies in waiting. It's like you know the. Um, concubines and stuff like that kind of room if you've seen Marco Polo there's kind of like um, a section of the palace that is that so it's a bit like that but it's all pink and it's all you know a room kind of a bit as well I suppose but like um, firefly the opposer the opposer kind of walks around the um, train uh, even though he would have his own room and he's also on the platform because the, the, the card itself looks like he's on a platform and he looks like a like a conductor type you know the uh, person gets in your way and annoys you and you know super important and stuff like that on the train but so he'd be walking around the train he'd be the guy who'd be annoying you but you know you know you're in the wrong carriage or whatever just trying to get at you and all that thing so he he moves around so his room i'm not really sure his room would be kind of like i suppose like a bureaucratic uh an, an office like the um conductor's office or whatever the balancer um, is outside, it's a, she's a stop, so I would stop by these mountains and it would be the exact split on the earth where uh, one half of the world is uh, night, one half is day. Obviously it doesn't exist, but I can do that. The adventurer, the adventurer um, is outside the train but still on the train, so she's floating above the front of the train, of, where, of the um, carriage. The, uh, engine, the, the very first uh, carriage, you know, the engine, the actual train itself rather than carriages. So she's there above it. I'll come back to that. The desperate obviously has 
his own room, but uh, he's at the bar uh, just uh, most of the time. So I would, he would have his hands down on the bar um, in the in you know the restaurant carriage at the end of the thing. But if in it, if I went to his room, if it was a thing, it would be just a desk in a very darkened room, um, possibly like uh, empty bottles of uh, uh, alcohol and stuff round. But you know, very little. But just and again, that light coming down from above. The protester um, would be a stop and it's a, a, on a platform, like so you've stopped at another station and there's people around all the protesting, very like the image and would be there and so I'd go and talk to her. Again, would have a room if I wanted to on the train. The gatekeeper is the guy when I go on to the train who welcomes me into the train. He would be standing at the end of my carriage, like say you're in first class or whatever and he's the guy, he's the, not the conductor but like you know you're the guy who looks after this carriage whatever and you know allows you into the different parts of the train and stuff like that so he's just kind of sitting down at the end of has his own seat his own area at the end of the carriages and he would let you into the um you know like into the bar or the restaurant or into the back there's a, a kind of a back thing of this train where you can see you know where the train is going come back to that the conductor uh, there's a music room obviously and it, he would be um conducting a small kind of orchestra, four-piece orchestra, quintet sort of a thing um, in his room. And it's cool. The messenger is a step or a stop uh, again, and it would be the tree. And I, if I needed something, message, whatever, tell, and the messenger would go off from the thing, you know, from the, the stop, from the tree. The media is TV sitting in the middle of a room. Quite simple. And um, sometimes it could be in the bar, but I don't like it because it kind of takes away from the uh, old fashioned kind of feel to the whole thing. The librarian has her own room and it's a library. It's, you know, shockingly, that's what it is. Um, the master, uh, again, could sometimes see him outside, but mostly it would be inside in the room. And when I see him, he doesn't when I see him outside obviously he has the sky but inside he doesn't have the sky behind him he would be just in a kind of darkened room with the halo lighting up the whole room and he has a cloak on so that's interesting the guru um, I always talk to the guru sitting at one of the tables in the restaurant he sits beside the window um, I would assume uh, if he in his room um, it would be kind of similar to father and the tinker in that it would be like a desk, some books, and that sort of thing. The protector is outside the train at all times, and um, flying around, and also has a, pert, a perch just outside the window of my cabin. The planet is um, a stop, and it's like the end stop where you come to the end of um, the earth. You know, and the, and the, rail, uh, the railway line goes right to it, and then the planet is in space just in front of it. So I'll get out of the train and talk to the planet. The eye is a stop, obviously enough. Uh, it's go out the pyramid, the pyramid's eye, it's, uh, it's a stop. The road opener is kind of at the front of the train, hovering above it, arms outstretched, um, clearing the way in front of everything. The adventurer, as I was saying before, hovers kind of similar, but the uh, area but behind the road opener. Road opens right at the ferry front. Very jolly, very happy, very fun. The monk um, is like a meditation room, very dark, typical Zen kind of a room. 
you go in, you stare at the wall, like, like the Zazen thing. He's there, he can talk to me. He's very quiet, doesn't talk to me. He may talk to you, which is fine, but he never speaks to me. Just makes himself known by what he does. And you go in, it's silence. It's to get away from everything. Very nice room, very calming room. The seer is a room. It's like a fortune teller room. And, you know, like the, the old kind of standard cliche fortune teller room. So, you know, like caravan type of thing that you'd see in old, like uh, the Wizard of Oz thing, isn't it? Did that, am I right there? The fortune teller? Is she a fortune teller? You know what I'm on about. The sun is the sun in the sky and uh, beats down on, uh, on me as I uh, have to go out the back of the train. And so I can see it from everywhere, but still on the train. It's not a stop. The dead is, can be both um, a stop in a kind of a graveyard type area or in a room that looks very similar to the card where she's just standing like a statue and the uh, uh, kind of orange spins behind her and you can see all the space stuff, all stars, all that in that. So that's an interesting one. Contemplator is the same. It's a room with the lights kind of moving around him, but he's, um, he's doing the lotus position and he's floating very like Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen on, you know, John and Mars, that whole thing. That's kind of what it feels like to me. The idea is the plant that, or whatever it is, the flower in the middle of a room, um, beaming energy, you know, you go in, you come out, it's... Um, it's like you absorb ideas or it's ideas, idea space and stuff like that. The saint is a stop and the saint is a church and uh, it's a small church um, and, you go, and he's inside and he's beside the, beside the altar and uh, you have to stop. It's a nice church. The fortunate is at the back beside the sun, in front of the sun. So um, if I'm just walking with the sun, she won't be there. But if I, uh, if I am walking with her, she will be there and the sun. And it's like there's a rail at the back. So, you know, you can't fall off the train. And she would just shower me with her blessings and stuff from above coming down and feel the sun and the heat and very lovely and all that. Really nice. The witch is a room um, and I go in and it's talked to the witch and there's like potions and... Um, you know, all those typical things like there's skulls and there's shelves of magic stuff and you know powders and incense and all that kind of thing. Cool room. The giver's on top of the train and I would go up uh, out of the carriages up on top of one of the carriages to talk to him and he just stands there and he talks quite strangely. The moon is the moon. It would be a nighttime journey. I would wait outside. You know I would go outside. Um, not necessarily stop. Maybe the you know, where I would see the sun and the fortunate, something similar to that. The fixer is in the bar and the fixer doesn't, you know, is at a table on his own looking at the window, doesn't really want to be disturbed, wants to be left alone and very short in what he says, you know, very coarse, very blunt, very to the bone and uh, yeah, just sits there at his own table in the, at the end of the restaurant carriage near the bar and there's just one seat in front of him that I would go and talk to him. The lovers is a room with a bed with, bed with the, the red sheet and there, there with the blue carpets, exactly as it is on the card. Tinker, he would be knocking around the restaurant as well, the restaurant carriage, but he also have his room, which it says very similar to the other ones where it's just a desk and uh, books and stuff like that. But he has like a um, statue of, his, of a head on, uh, on his desk. That's the only thing that I can kind of... Feel, but he's um, 
he's always writing, he's always doing stuff. The chest is her own, uh, has a, her own room and it's just like the pew and she's sitting looking at a cross on the wall. It's not necessarily a Christian cross, it's actually fairly similar to the, the Hilo one, just like, you know, like a same length either way, not like the way the Christian one has the long and the thing, it's like, it's like a, you know, you know what I'm saying, the, that thing rather than that thing. The levitator, um, it's a blue room and he levitates in it. Um, it's not that, I suppose, not, not exciting. He probably should, when I think of it, be outside the train. I should probably try him outside the train because that would make more sense to rise above it all from that way. The dancer is a stop and a stop and it rains and she's there. Let me go dancing and we get wet. And that's them all. Um, now, as always, I must preface it. Not preface this because I'm not, it's, uh, I must post this-ish by uh, saying this is just how I walk. This isn't the way the forward servants work. You can do whatever. You can not be on a train. You can be wherever you want. You can just have the exact same room and they come in and talk to you. If you're, you know, if you, you don't have to do any of this thing at all. It's just what I do. That if I go and talk to them or go and want to have a conversation, want to sort things out, that's what I do. I will get on this train and most of this happens just before I go to sleep and I will sometimes just get on the train and just go into my own cabin and chill out. Again if I need healing I'll go to the healers and go to sleep there or I can have a chat about certain different things and I find that over the time that I've done this that they do seem to have that thing that I talked about earlier on where they're doing their own thing and it's not necessarily me saying you know answering myself back Ultimately, it is, but it it feels mighty different. That's the only way I can, the feeling of it. And their advice is mostly, you know, our times will be some would be advice that I wouldn't give myself. So there's that, and it's probably easier for me to take from you know outside kind of ideas than my own thing. But definitely worth trying. Um, look at look up, you know, active imagination or journeying. Um, uh, some people like doing it with you know music or with a drum beat or something, best to keep your eyes covered in some way. Some people use their arms, some people use a blindfold. Um, it's okay for me, because I'd say most of the time I'm doing it just before I go to sleep, so the room is dark, but if I was doing it during the day, if I was doing it, I would cover my eyes in some way. So, uh, yeah. So that was the Tommy Kelly podcast just again. And um, if you like this, well, there's plenty more of them. You just have to go to adventuresandwoowoo.com and click on the podcast section and you'll see them all now. It's on SoundCloud as well and it's on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud or on iTunes or whatever, there is a video version on YouTube that you can check out. And if you're on YouTube um, looking at me and you'd say, I just prefer to listen to us, then it's on iTunes and it's on SoundCloud and there's an RSS feed for it and all that kind of thing. It's on, uh, it's on all the podcatcher things. What's the one I use? I can play something, is it? I can't remember. But um, yeah, and if you want to know more about the 40 Servants, then you can go to the40servants.com and all the information will be there, including, including how to use the 40 Servants without ever spending a penny on anything, you know. Well, there's loads of free resources, we, oh, loads of free resources that you can check out now and just use straight away. All the images, you know what they look like, their sigils, all that kind of thing. So anything that we did today, talked about today with the active imagination, you can totally do um, without having to buy or spend money. Um, I'm on Twitter, which is at Tommy Kelly. I, there's an Adventures in Wubu Facebook page. There is um, a 47 group. 
There is uh, loads of stuff. The best thing probably to do is just go to adventuresmwoo.com and all of the information is there that you would possibly need. So, good people of the internet, um, I hope in some way me talking about an imaginary train um, has given you some sort of insight or um, maybe some sort of push to do something similar. I find it very rewarding and uh, hopefully you will too. But if it just sounds uh, ludicrous to you, just forget I ever mentioned anything and uh, go about your day. So, be well.